Hey, another great episode of Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you heard, please go online to redsearadio.org and donate, become a monthly sustaining member, and keep us on the air. Thank you and God bless. Good morning, Central Texas listeners. Welcome to Red Sea Roundup. What a beautiful day it is looking at this wonderful Hail Mary blue sky here in the Brazos Valley. I'm sure it must look similar in our other listening areas. My name is Judy Como. I'm your host for the beginning part of this session. We're going to call this Red Sea Roundup Fast Forward because we have a whole lot of things to say and a short amount of things to say that I welcome our buds in crime here, Thaddeus, <laughs> our... Uh... I was hoping she was saying Christ, but she just went crying. <laughs> yeah, just went, well, I had to go went there. Went negative. Had to went go negative. there. <laughs> hey, we want to give a big shout out to KINF 107.9 in Palestine, Palestine the holy land of Texas. Yes. And Amen. Glad to have K-Y-A-R. you on board. Well, you guys just jump right on FM, in there before FM. I introduce y'all there, Dennis and Thaddeus. What? And wake oh, wake we, up with us, wake oh, wake up. We uh, had to jump in, Judy, because you went negative. Okay, well I could. We're really trying to give it a morning show Got feel it. this morning. Boy, I'm we feeling. came off we came off a big, big week here in the Brazos Valley Absolutely. last week, didn't we? Lots of things going on that we've uh, been a part of. We've talked about it. Uh, weeks leading up to last week and uh, starting off with uh, Wednesday night over at St. Anthony's, we welcomed a relic of St. Anthony of Padua. It was an amazing uh, mass to to witness, uh, Dennis, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, it was. St. Anthony himself mm-hmm. is, is now here at the church. So we uh, had a long mass and procession and uh, very reverent, had <sighs> 10 amazing. altar servers, adult altar servers, a band, an Indian drum line, hundreds of, of attendees and processors. Um, the bishop, Joe Vasquez, our bishop, was here. So, yeah, that it was, was amazing. amazing. I know um, I fell into the very back of the procession as I came down from the choir loft, and yeah. uh, so I could see the whole thing in front of me. I had to feel a little bad for our priests because they were right in front of the band. So yeah. I, I got a feeling they heard faith of our fathers on the trombone in their mind for the next couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 uh, we had the drum line in the front, yeah. so they, they got a taste of the band and we got a taste of the drums. Absolutely, but so gorgeous and um, just a, a marvel at the history and the rich history and teachings of our church. And uh, since that last Wednesday, uh, St. Anthony's is open uh, from 8 to 5 every day and people are popping in to pay reverence pay reverence, and ask for St. Anthony's intercession. It's uh, so very exciting. Last night uh, was our first, uh, we've changed our mass schedule to include hour of Eucharistic adoration, mass at 530, blessing with the relic and litany of St. Anthony. And it was just a Heat. very exciting, very exciting. So uh, 
we're really glad to have that recap. And then the next yeah. night, Thursday. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Go Ooh. ahead. Pick Ooh. up on that one, Thaddeus. Benefit mm-hmm. dinner here in Bryan College Station, the sixth annual one. And um, <laughs> it, it it went off <laughs> it was so, awesome. so much better than I could have anticipated. Yeah. You know, I was really holding my holding my breath because Dennis gave me a lot more of the reins this year. And so I was just... Right. Praying and, and and hoping that it wasn't a failure. Well, yeah. that it and was it, not. And, it was and Deacon Harold like did was. not disappoint. This yeah. is uh, that's an understatement, and it was so wonderful, Dennis. He you, was amazing for the first time in a couple of years. Actually, seemed a little relaxed. <laughs> it, uh, many people tell me, yeah. "Oh, Dennis went around. He was at every table I, greeting people." That was, was because uh, Thaddeus was in yeah. charge of the benefit dinner, and I did feel relaxed. It was nice. I was stressed. <laughs> stress and a half in the last two months, I think, beforehand. But at, at the dinner, man, yeah, being able to go around and just give hugs and just talking to people about the radio, about everything, um, it was a great evening. Well, uh, great food, a- great decorations. Robin Romanski and Katie Karasik did an incredible job on our, our dec- decorations. Thaddeus did a masterful job at um, just keeping everything in, in order Judy was our MC here. You did an amazing job oh, with boop, the, boop, boop. Thank you. Yeah, Thank the, you your so humor much. and and just everything, and she kept it appropriate. You really got the you got the house warm. Yeah, uh, you did a great job <laughs> leading things off. Well, it's the JC yeah. initials. But to, yeah. th- to say thank you, since Judy we're on the air, we've got a few minutes just to say thank you to Christopher Cutsmote for the audio, for to Darren Siebert for making the appeal, to Adam Earhart for the live music, Susan Lovelet for chanting the subtuum. Um, Kristen Pop, who did the uh, calligraphy on the mm-hmm. table decorations. Uh, Sloppy Joe's for catering. Yeah, great job, John Janusky and New Republic Brewery for providing the the refreshments. Yeah, the Ale Mary. And we yeah, ran out of um, it. yeah. It was so funny. I, when I use that little bit, we can learn more about Mary. Drink a Ale Mary and uh, say a Hail Mary. You know, right. people were like. Yeah. Oh, there's an actual beer name. And everything just <laughs> seemed to just flowed together so nicely. There was that common thread of Marian uh, devotion that ran through the whole evening. And right. that, that just made it beautiful. Oh, and Deacon it's a beautiful Harold's evening. Uh, talk helped me in- remind everybody about the uh, Very powerful. next thing that we want to talk about was our uh, family rosary crusade. Yeah. That, oh, but, but thanks be to God and thanks be to our Blessed Mother Mary for her intercession Absolutely. for that benefit. Yes. Uh, we don't have our numbers finalized yet, but it looks like to be very comparable, very much what we needed and as far as a boost uh, monetarily. We formed the Immaculata Giving Society, Recurring Gift Society. You'll just tune in more uh, to that in the coming weeks about what that's about. It's a way to support and plant the seeds of evangelization for us at Red Sea Catholic Radio to spread the good news of Jesus Christ, not only to the three areas that we have now, but more to come. So stay tuned and buckle up, people. And And keep KEDC here in Bryan College Station. Keep it strong. Keep it the foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. Awesome. And And Judy, yeah, Saturday. Next thing that we want to talk about was our family rosary crusade that took place uh, Saturday. You guys looked great on the radio, I want to tell you. It Uh, did good. It did good. I uh, was not able to attend uh, the event, but uh, I was able to listen in uh, online and Thank you. A little bit of it. It was really. We had multiple listeners locally. Uh, my uh, family and their friends were all listening from around the state, and got I got great word that it really was exactly what they needed to hear at that moment. 
We even had a listener from Australia. Australia. That texted us said, Did we know I'm them in Sydney, personally? Australia. Yes. Yeah, we did. Oh. One wow. of our it still counts. It yeah, still counts. of course. Just the fact that they can listen to something locally on the other side of the globe is amazing. And that right. they chose to. They took credit to them that they chose to tune in while yeah. they were so, there. So um, that was a, an event that we planned in about two and a half months. Normally takes a full year to plan yeah. this event. I was, uh, and, uh, I was there and I was... I definitely felt like there was divine intervention at work because oh, yeah. to pull that off with the the tight window that y'all had, uh, mm-hmm. nothing short of, of amazing. Yeah. yeah, and we broadcast so. it to Central Texas over the airwaves and the Brazos Valley over the airwaves as well. So, Palestine, you didn't get that uh, because it was an English broadcast. Y'all broadcast Spanish all day on Saturday. But it was, trust me, it was a wonderful event, very well attended, incredible weather. Yeah, they estimated 1,100 people were there. Yeah. Wow. That's, the, that's the, amazing. The choir that came together was an invitation to all, all across the Brazos Valley um, were represented in the choir. The yeah. rosary was prayed in about 30 different languages. Yeah. I have uh, to tell you my favorite no slight to any of the other languages, but I loved those two French, those African French Hail Marys at the very end. That didn't they French dress in their uh, native? Didn't mm. weren't there some yes, African there were. garb? And there I know the uh, Ricklick, Joe Ricklick from Caldwell wore Czech. Uh, yes, yes, Czech and Slovak and mm-hmm. Chinese and Igbo and all kinds of languages. So it was just beautiful and just a reminder. Our own our Katerina, Katerina Perez Sokova, was, yeah. was there. She's doing a Slovak. Great volunteer for us. And, uh, you know, just a lot of great people that were there and, and a great event. It was a full two hour broadcast. And mm-hmm. we, uh, great. yeah, it was great. Kudos music. to, and thank you for our supporters who make that, who allow yeah. us to uh, have the equipment and the ability to go and do it. And y'all for uh, b- being willing to do that. Yeah. Uh, Live. So I think that Thanks we're to actually going to do something uh, after this little roundup stuff here this morning uh, for our interview coming yeah. up. Yeah, we will. And so we, we are you want to talk about briefly what, what the you. interview is coming up? <laughs> well, we got a couple minutes to our interviews, but I uh, had a chance to uh, interview two Catholic American Ninja Warriors. And if you haven't heard of the show, you need to look it up because it's a great athletic event. But two of the top three competitors from this past season that made it to the very finals. I mean, we're looking at 60 to 80,000 people across the nation that apply. Two of the top three were Catholic. And yes, Red Sea Catholic Radio got to interview them. So it was amazing, amazing um, that we're going to play those interviews for the weatherman Joe Morowski and Sean Bryan, the Papal Ninja. That's going to come up here in just a little bit. But we focused on faith and family and making that shine no matter what you do in life. So if you're an American Ninja Warrior, you let Jesus shine through that. If you're a Catholic radio evangelist, you do that. Yeah. If you're a dog dog catcher, you know, if you a teacher, you name it, a lawyer. Let it shine, let it shine, <laughs> let it shine. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. So you give these people a little bit of extra time, and this is what happens. So, you know, it's exciting. So stay tuned for two great interviews coming up. But... Great interviews, that uh, great events that went on this past week. Yeah, and, thanks, God. And they're upcoming. I was just going to say, talking about live broadcasts, if you're up in the Waco area, St. Louis, your parish festival, we're going to be there four to five. You might even hear me sing. Yeah. Oh. 
Hey, thanks. we don't want to scare them. Thanks a lot, Dennis. But oh, it's four okay. to five, and the, I the festivals from Thank four you. to eight. It's going to be a great festival, even if you're not from St. Louis, even if you're from other areas besides Central Texas. You want to go ahead and you want to be there because you want to meet Stephanie Lee, your station director in Central Texas, and you can meet Thaddeus Romanski at the Red Sea Roundup table or the Red Sea Catholic Radio table. So awesome. Stay tuned. Stay here. tuned. Yeah, coming up, interview with Sean Bryan and Joe Morowski, American Ninja Warriors. This is Dennis Maka with Red Sea Catholic Radio, and I am privileged to be speaking now with Joe Morofsky. Many of you have heard of that name, and you may be scratching your head if you're not a regular fan of the the hit show on NBC. It's a national hit show, American Ninja Warrior. I am talking with the ninja weatherman, Joe Morofsky, right now. He is a star and top performer, as a matter of fact on that national show. Joe, welcome to Red Sea Catholic Radio. Wow, what an intro. Thank you for having me, Dennis. Oh, it's glad. It's an honor. I, you know, I, love, uh, I love radio, but uh, and more importantly, uh, Catholic radio. My wife and I uh, listen to it as much as we can up here in Connecticut. Um, That's wonderful. It's a little harder for us because, you know, yeah, it is great. I love it. You know, the music, um, we actually, we danced uh, our first song. I think, I think the guy's name is Matthew West, mm-hmm. a Christian singer. Um, beautiful song. So, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, big time Catholic, Christian Catholics, and, uh, I can't be happy. I couldn't be happier to be on the show. So thanks for having me. Well, let's start with the reason why I'm calling you, because if you were just a normal Joe Catholic, uh, it just so happens your name is Joe. And, uh, I, I wouldn't probably be calling you from across the country, but you are an American Ninja Warrior contestant. And I guess I'll find out this uh, upcoming episode if you're a Ninja Warrior champion. I know you can't reveal those types of things, but uh, I want to know how you first became involved and tuned in with American Ninja Warrior. Oh, well, that, that story is fun because it's very typical, very normal. Uh, I was just like everybody else. I sat on a couch, I watched TV, <laughs> and I thought, Hey, I think I could do this. And it was as simple as that. And, yeah. you know, I, I attribute my success on the show to being an all-around athlete. You know, I, I competed basketball, baseball, soccer, cross-country in high school. And, okay. and in college, I made the baseball team. Um, but I had to let that dream go because I just couldn't, I couldn't focus on sports, school, and work. And unfortunately for me, you know, my parents... They were able to chip in here and there, but, you know, sure. we're, we're certainly not uh, what you would consider a, a rich family, at least when it comes to money. Um, but, you know, we're blessed enough to, to be able to enjoy life and, and not have many struggles, um, you know, when it comes to, to money. Um, but, you know, the, the, the challenge for me was, you know, we, because of that, uh, couldn't get my college paid for 
a hundred percent. You know, I have right. to put a lot of work in and I'm still, I'm still paying back my college loans as I'm sure many people are doing, you know, transitioning from sports to Ninja yeah. wasn't, I guess, too difficult. It was difficult, but it wasn't too difficult because I was naturally athletic. And that's what I was saying. You know, yeah, a lot of people can get up and get off the couch and be good at this. Uh, but it is going to come down to genetics. It's going to come down to whether or not you have uh, what it takes, really, you know, mental strength, physical strength. Sure. Um, but a lot of it can be taught. And I do, you know, I do a lot of uh, coaching with kids, with some adults, with you, you name it. You know, I, it can be done. It's just uh, a matter of uh, how bad do you want it? Well, you know what? I, yeah. Part of the reason, yeah. part of the reason I talked to you about, uh, I wanted to talk to you specifically, too, is that a lot of the, st the stories on the show are very uh, compelling and, and emotional and moving and entertaining as well. You've been extremely successful on this show and on American Ninja Warrior uh, team competition as well. But your story involves your family. And, and you, I assume, chose to, to make that story. And they probably did some editing and worked with you on that. But not everybody's story talks about something so important, so vital. So why does your story on American Ninja Warrior, when they show that before your run, why does it talk about family? You know, it's, it's interesting because when I first got on the show, I was the weatherman, you know, the guy that was a meteorologist and just an average joke, right. the guy that has a job and, and you know what I mean? But yep. they, they have slowly started to get away from that. You know, they've realized that, yeah, that was a great little, uh, you know, topic in the beginning and, and maybe even here and there along the way, but, you know, people are realizing what's more important and what's more important is family. You know, it's family and tradition, I feel like, is so important, too. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, America has gotten away from what it used to be. You mm -hmm. know, my parents raised me, uh, no sleepovers with your girlfriend, yep. uh, abstain from uh, anything that's sinful until you're, you're married, if you right. know what I mean. Um, and, and just, and that's the tradition that I was raised under. Now, obviously, you know, for kids and teens and adults even that are listening, it's hard. We know this. Uh, it's part of the challenges. Um, but I think it's really important. And um, I really just tried to be the best man that I could be. And I, I really am glad it shines and people recognize that, you know, yeah, I'm human. I make mistakes, but I put God first. And, and it's hard um, because it's faith driven. You know, there's me being a meteorologist, you know, a scientist. It's hard for me personally to believe, you know what I mean? Because I like proof. Right. I like uh, evidence. Uh, and sometimes when it comes to faith, especially, there isn't that concrete, here you go, read this, uh, or look at this right now, this miracle happening. That doesn't happen often. Um, but if you really sit down and you, you get quiet, and in those moments you just listen, you know, your prayers will be answered, your, your questions will be answered. Um, and it's, you know, for me, it comes down to the feelings I get from it. And sure, I have faith. Um, but I'm also human, and I, I know that I need sometimes more than that. And, and so I, I really I, I hold on so tightly to the feelings I get, the connections I, mm -hmm. I get from those quiet moments or those moments there that I'm reflecting and, and really thinking about everything at the afterlife to how everything began. And it, it's, it's cool. You know, I feel yes. the more I talk about my faith with 
people like you or with just ninjas or, or friends, mm-hmm. uh, the, the deeper I grow in my faith as well. And, and it's great. There's so many, so many people on the show that are Christian. I think it's really cool. I do too. I had no idea, but it seems like it's growing and the number is just getting bigger and bigger. I, I like how that theme is unabashedly shown on that show. It, you don't see that very often on network TV. They, they try to shy away. Well, yeah, he's a he's a man of faith or he's a family man, but, you know, we'll forgive him for it. And they kind of move on. They, they seem to really highlight that a lot on this show. And I think that's why it's been so compelling for our family to watch. All of us, this is probably the only show in our entire family history that we have anticipated week after week of watching and say, it's American Ninja Warrior Night. And so it's it's a lot of fun and we can all do it together. And, and it's, a, it's a fun time to play as a family. It's so strange being on the inside. And what I mean by that is, uh-huh. you know, I'm not just a viewer. I'm somebody that's there competing. And I really do have a hard time grasping how big this show is because I'm a part of it. Yeah. Um, I want to ask, I want to ask you, you know, comparing it to all these other shows on, on primetime TV, is it really different? You know, is it really different from all these other shows? And is it as big as it sounds? It seems to be pretty big. I, I will tell you this. If you're getting my family, the Maka family, to sit down once a week for two hours and watch a TV show, it's something It's something special. It's something big because we don't watch TV very often. Yeah. It's, it's something that's worth consuming. There, there are some stories that I kind of cringe at and I go, why do they do that? Why do they say that? But, you know, like you said, we're all yeah. human and I don't think they glorify any one particular story over another. I, I think they give a really nice, fair and balanced uh, view of family and faith and the positive things in our culture. And so it's fun. Yeah. And it's and it's innocent. You know, it's it's great athletic competition and it's a personal struggle and it's triumphs and it's failures and it's suffering. And it's it's all the great things that happen in life, all wrapped up into one show. And so it seems to have, like you mentioned, a true community among the competitors. And you touched on that on the camera, but I think as well as off, you get that sense that there's a a true community. Can you talk about that image and maybe what there might be a a prayerful attitude sometimes behind the scenes? Yeah. You know, what's really awesome. Although I was very upset that I missed it this year. um, I'm pretty sure since season five, since I've been on the show, in Vegas, there's always this big prayer circle that everyone gets gets in on. Oh wow! Um, it's usually it's usually you know Travis Rosen that is the one that initiates it mm-hmm. from what I've seen, or Michelle Warnke or, or somebody um, that's been doing it a long time. Uh, yeah, it's great. You know, it's it's a good moment to center yourself and bring yourself back to what you're doing. And what I mean is, you're not going to focus on winning a million dollars. You're not going to go focus on yeah. Uh, what if I fail? You know, you're going and focusing on doing your best and remembering that no matter what, God is by your side. God has a plan for you. Just don't be afraid. Put your fears on his shoulders and just trust in his plan. And, and I, it's so great because every single year I've competed, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad, something good comes out of it, Yeah. whether it's good or bad. So, you know, every season I go into the show, and when I get nervous, I just remind myself that I can't, I can't let this consume me and I just lose my, my you know, concentration. Yeah. I think that if you put it in his, in his hands, especially, you know, when it comes to this high-intensity high sport, but, you know, everywhere else as well in life, sure. um, everything's going to be fine. You know, just put your trust in him. And it's really cool. You know, I've, 
you could see it happen in my life. I, for example, mm-hmm. uh, last year I had the earliest exit I've ever had, ever on the show. Right. Still was a top seven, I think, it's top seven or eight finish. Right. Um, and I ended up getting an endorsement deal with Macy's. You know, I've been working with them for the last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, endorsing one of the new clothing lines, and I'm like, wow. You know, I don't have to win the show to be successful. And then I started thinking, well, what does it mean to be successful? You know, I'm a successful father. I'm a successful uh, Christian. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what is success? There's so many definitions to it. And I think if you focus too much on one, uh, you lose track of who you are and where you're supposed to be going. Well, a big amen to that, because I that, that actually leads right when I was going to talk to you about, I was going to say, how does uh, the intersection... Uh, between being a great husband and father and an American Ninja Warrior competitor look like? What is that? How do you balance those roles and give each the proper priority? Oh, man. You know, I almost have to go back and forth. And my wife and my, you know, my kids obviously are too young to understand any of this sure. yet. Um, my daughter, Emily, is getting closer. You know, when I'm on TV now, she'll at least recognize it's me, but she still has no care in the world. She's like, all right, go back to Mickey Mouse. I'm like, come on, really? Yeah. Um, and, I, and I was just on two weeks ago and I'm like, Hey, Emmy, look, it's daddy. And she's like, eh, eh. I'm yeah. like, Oh, come on. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just, I have to make choices. Some days I have to sacrifice uh, family time, but the good thing is, you know, aside from me, meteorologist, I am a freelance meteorologist. So I'm only there when they need me oh. to fill in. Or okay. Yeah, it's great. And I'm running my own business right now. Uh, you know, I do, I do a lot of events, whether it's at schools, whether it's at gyms, whether it's at, uh, you know, corporate, um, you know, motivational speaking or, or some sort of speaking engagements. I do everything. And so my schedule is pretty flexible. I'm a pretty much a stay-at-home dad right now. So awesome. um, being able to do everything is, is great, but I do have to make sacrifices. Like right now, I could stay home and, and hang out with the kids, but I'm sitting in front of the gym ready to get out of the car and, yeah. and go whenever uh, we're done, which by the way, no rush. I'm just, yeah, yeah. just saying, you know, that's, that's kind of what, yeah. how it is. There's yeah. no, there's no sitting and relaxing time. And if I want that sit and relax time, I'm going to have to sacrifice my sleep. I'm just going to have to <laughs> stay up till 10, 11, 12, one, two in the morning if I have to, and just do what I want to do. Um, yeah. But that comes at a, at a cost, of course. I think many of our listeners can relate very much to what you're saying. And, and no matter what their life situation is, no matter what they're doing in life, they can take inspiration from this and know, you know, hey, I'm very much like Joe Morowski and he's very much just like me. So it sounds very much so, like something we all can relate to. And there's a need for you, I, I think, to be a positive example in today's society. And you mentioned that by doing the speaking circuit and, and training with youngsters and some of the things. But talk about how you uh, use that and, and how you see yourself in that role as a positive example in, for anyone in today's society. You know, it's something I've always wanted to do, being the public eye as a kid. You know, I really wanted to be a, a rock star, which is funny, but I also wanted to be a weatherman. <laughs> I remember third grade, the earliest memories I have of being a weatherman or wanting to be one was third grade. I would tell my teacher, you know, one day when I'm on the news, I'll make sure I'll give you a shout out, Mrs. Jansen. And she'd be like, oh, okay. I remember that. Uh, <laughs> still to this day. Have, I, but have you done that? In me. Have you done a shout out I to Miss Jansen? I haven't her a shout out yet. I haven't. I got to do it. Yeah. It's so funny. I have to. You better. I haven't done it. I haven't had the moment. And I was, I was kind of new. I'm, I'm coming up on year two uh, with News 12 here. Okay. So I, I, 
yeah, I don't want to do anything that get people gets people on uh, on edge, but it'll happen one day. It'll happen. Don't worry. It's one of the things I said I would do. But being a positive um, example is what I, I got you off yeah, track on. I just, yeah, it's all right. I just, you know, I've I've met so many people, uh, and I've had so many cool opportunities uh, to just um, hear people's stories, and they tell me how I'm I'm this inspirational and motivational person, and yeah, I wanted to be in the public eye as a kid, but I never knew that this was going to be a part of it. And I did, I did know, but I didn't know. I didn't think about that. I thought about fame and you know, who, what kid doesn't want to be famous. Right. Um, and you know, what, you know I, I hear it a lot now um, with, with kids that I meet adults even too. I'll say something like, Oh, it's so great to meet you. You're so famous. And I'm like, come on, what, what does that even mean? Yeah. You know, it's funny because what does that mean? Exactly. Have you ever thought sat? I'm sure you have, but have kids, you know, sat down? Any kids listening? Have you sat down and thought about what does it mean to be famous? Because I think it's so silly uh, this this illusion of of fame. You know, Justin Timberlake. I love him. I think he's awesome. I would love to meet him one day. Emma Watson, actress right. uh, from Harry Potter. Two of my favorite people. Never met him. Um, hopefully one day. You know, I've I I have that thought with them. I'm like they're just you know, sure, they have a ton of following um, and fans, but they're regular human, human beings like us. Exactly. And I, I think it's really cool to just remember that. Um, and it becomes the most apparent uh, when people level with you and just say, Joe, you know, you are, you're an inspiration to my kids, you know, or you gave me the strength to get up off the couch and stop beating myself up about my weight. And I'm yeah. like, wow, you know, I'm just a regular person. And I'm having this effect on so many people's lives. And so it's a good example of, you know, with power comes great responsibility. Exactly. And so that's that's pretty much, you know, the situation I'm in. I don't try to think about whether I'm famous or not. Sure, I have a, a good size following now. I think, you know, through across social media, I'm like 100,000 followers now. Sure, it's not millions, but I'm certainly getting there. Yeah. Well, you know what, no. it's the neat thing is, is that you get it. And I think that's one thing about Catholics and, and Christians in general, they get that not all, but a lot of them do because they get, I've been placed in this position with a responsibility to others, responsibility yeah. to God, because this is whom gave, gave me my talents. And so I think that's really a beautiful thing. And that's how I was wanting to, to wrap up this interview because a lot of times uh, on sports talk and all that, they, they, they being sports talk uh, announcers can often be heard saying that Christians are soft when it comes to a competition. And that, that I don't think resonates with American Ninja Warrior. It does some with others, but what would you say to something like that? That's very interesting. Yeah. I think it, it almost is dependent on the sport. I don't know. There, there's something different about that when it's compared to Ninja. Ninja is. It's different. I don't know. It's, it's just different. I just, I don't know how to explain it other than that. It's just different. So I feel like the strength, uh, you know, faith and strength uh, almost go together better with Ninja. I don't know why. I don't, I just get that feeling that yeah. I can see where they're coming from. I don't, I don't agree with it. Yeah. I think the stronger you are, uh, I think the more faith you have, the stronger you're going to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of see where they're coming from, although I don't agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't agree either. And I, I think that 
if you, you look at one of my favorite verses in the Bible, it's John 20 verses two through four. And, and I'm going to just say it real quickly. It goes on to Go say, yeah. so she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. <laughs> and it gets me to laugh every time because the the disciple John wants it for all eternity written as the word of God that he was faster than Peter. And so... Oh man, there's a competition in the Bible. I love it. It is. And he's he's almost like Friendly rubbing competition. Rubbing Peter's nose in it. I got to the tomb faster. Uh, and I'm gonna put it down as the word of God forever. <laughs> and so, you know, I just think that's that is interesting. I, I think it's pretty funny that Christians can be very competitive and like you say, can be a light to the world no matter what we're doing. If we're an American ninja warrior champion, or if we're an American ninja warrior early exit or if we're an American yeah. Ninja Warrior, never got off the couch, but still has a great family and 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 uh, tries other ways to inspire people. God has a purpose for each of us, and I think to let it, let our lights shine through that purpose, I think that's our ultimate goal. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I agree. And I don't know the exact phrase in the Bible, but I just I I like to <clears throat> remind myself that even having. The, the the faith that equates to a mustard seed mm -hmm. uh, is, you know, it can mean the difference um, between, you know, anything, uh, yes. endless possibilities. And I always try to quantify what that means. Like, how can you put faith down as an object of a mustard seed? And I, I like to try to think about that. But, you know, the point is with with that that verse in the Bible is it's so tiny, the amount of faith that we could have and that we could change the world with. Yeah. And that's just a tiny amount. So imagine if you had a, a bucket of mustard seeds or you know, something no kidding. like that. No kidding. So like, that's something I strive for. And I try to, I try to just be mindful of that and, and remember that just faith is huge and faith, you know, like I said, as a scientist, um, faith, I, I have to say, and take it lightly, you know, mm -hmm. faith is borderline crazy sometimes. <laughs> and you do, you have to, it is. Yes. Um, but, you know, like I said, I always go back to those feelings I've got. You know, I just praying and, and missing my grandmother, for example. She passed away in 09 mm. uh, due to cancer, mm -hmm. uh, my, my father's mother. And she was one of my biggest supporters ever. And I, you know, I, I miss her so much. And I think about how she would have loved Ninja Warrior because she passed away a few years before I got on the show. Yeah. And I just, I think about her all the time and, you know, especially around Christmas time, you know, for some reason, I don't know why. Um, but I, I just remember so many times, so many times, I can't even count anymore where I'll be thinking of her praying, praying to her, praying for her. And then the song that, uh, is essentially hers. I, I, I say amazing grace is her song or our song. Right. I'll hear it. I'll just hear amazing grace start being played. And you know, once or twice coincidence, 10, 20 times, come on. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's just feelings. There's just things that happen that aren't coincidence. They're God incidences. Exactly. And that's, that's how I try to remind myself um, when I get low on faith. Just remember what has happened. Remember how God has provided for you. Remember how many gifts he's given you, even though you are undeserving of those gifts. And, and I just, I just 
have to be thankful. Well, Joe Morofsky, the Ninja Weatherman, I have been uh, awed by this incredible conversation that we've had. And, um, <laughs> you know, we're looking forward to seeing you continue to have much success at American Ninja Warrior and uh, and all you do and, and the, the lives that you're touching. And we thank you for being in the national spotlight and getting it, getting that you're there because God has a purpose for your life. And I wanted to say thank you for this interview and uh, best of luck for you in your future. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I was, I love this and uh, reach out if you ever need me again. Oh, God bless you, Joe. We'll talk to you soon. Talk soon. Thanks. And we'll be right back after this short break with the Papal Ninja, Sean Bryan. Do you want to end abortion? Halt the attack on traditional marriage and ensure religious freedom for ourselves and for our grandchildren? To do this, we must convert the culture. St. Paul's Street Evangelization is a grassroots initiative that recognizes this need and takes it to the streets. If you're interested in peacefully sharing the gospel in your area, visit streetevangelization.com to learn more. This is Dennis Maka once again with Red Sea Catholic Radio, and I am very privileged today to be speaking now with Sean Bryan, a.k.a. the Papal Ninja. He is a star and top performer on the national NBC show American Ninja Warrior. Sean, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Dennis, for having me. I wanted to talk about you specifically, how you first became involved with American Ninja Warrior. Um, well, uh, I'm always looking for ways to... Um live out my athletic life and, and my life of prayer and try and integrate them. After I graduated college, I joined uh, the Salesians for about four years while I was discerning. And I got to play with the kids and, and do a lot of uh, athletic sort of things, but I didn't quite, didn't quite have anything that was uh, that, that kind of simulated gymnastics. Uh, and there weren't really, it wasn't really an outlet for gymnastics sort of things. And I've been a gymnast my whole life, uh, yes. went all the way through UC Berkeley uh, NCAA championships with gymnastics. And uh, I was a Ninja Warrior fan. I started watching it like while I was with the Salesians. Uh-huh. And I, I thought, oh, that, that would be cool. That would be nice. But I never actually had the, the urge to actually do it. Uh-huh. Um, and, then, and then my shoulder started to bother me. Um, gymnastics really is hard on the body and my shoulders uh, uh, took, a, took some pretty big poundings. <laughs> I yeah. had uh, three shoulder surgeries oh, in, goodness. in my day. Um, so I, I didn't really consider doing it because my shoulders were hurting. And eventually I, I kept on getting pushed from family members and friends. Like, no, oh, you, you do so well on the show. Just try it. <laughs> just give it a try. So after about like eight months of rehab on my, on my shoulders, I thought, okay, well, I need to give this a try. And by that time I was already up in Berkeley working on my master's at the Dominican school of philosophy and theology. Okay. And I ended up looking up online and I thought, wow, this is quite providential. There's a ninja specific gym, like only a half hour away. So I have to give this a try. So that was about two years ago, two Augusts ago. And, uh, since then I, I, I got on the show, another piece of Providence cause there's 70,000 people that sometimes 80,000 people wow. in any given year that try out. And, uh, I was one of the ones selected, one of the 600 that were selected. So two years ago, yeah, about two years. And you've had tremendous success in those two years. 
from yeah, from the get go. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. So, so from the process of you first getting the call, uh, and even if that's through the Holy Spirit, through your family members of nagging you, Sean, you've got to do this. How long was that till you actually sent in? Did you send in a video to try out? Yeah, the process is quite long. There's a there's a casting. I think casting is actually open. So if you want to try casting right now for next season, uh, <laughs> just look that up on Google. You'll find it. Yeah, you're not um, talking to me. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> It's it's quite a process. They they go through your whole backstory, your whole history, and yeah, I had about between five to ten pages, if it were all on one like word document wow. of writing about myself. And then after that, you have to submit a two to three minute video. And they want to see your personality, they want to see your story, they want to see some athletic things. So yeah, uh, after I submit all that, then they make their decisions. Wow. And so you became one of the uh, contestants that first your rookie year this last year. And we just wrapped up season one, which you had tremendous success in. Uh, my family and I were on the edge of our seats cheering on Sean Bryan and, and Joe Morowski. Both of you are were in the final round that, that, that was there, the third round, third stage of American Ninja Warrior, which was brutal, by the way. My first year actually was season eight, which was last year. Uh, so I actually didn't, didn't make it to Vegas. So this is my first year in Vegas. Oh, okay. Um, it was amazing <laughs> to see your success, um, both in season two, where you went to Vegas and were one of the only top three that made it to stage three, which was very brutal, but stage two was amazing. So, uh, if you ever have a, a chance to watch this folks, American Ninja Warrior, as I spoke with, um, earlier with Joe is a very wholesome, uh, and entertaining, uh, show that really brings out the athletic ability um, and, and highlights that in the the, com- the competitors that are there. But it also brings out the stories and the people that, um, as Sean and I were talking about with the uh, the casting and the, the backstory, I, I just now learned that it's multiple pages uh, about your life, but um, they bring out a great theme in these people's lives. And your theme in particular is that you're nicknamed the, the papal ninja, and it's because of your Catholic faith, your Catholic involvement. And I'd like you to talk more about where that nickname came from or why why is that uh, a theme in your American Ninja Warrior, uh, your efforts? I certainly identify myself as Catholic, and I do so publicly, and I didn't want to, I guess, hide that. <laughs> um, while I was talking to some friends about how I'm going to pitch myself to the producers, because you kind of got to talk up your story. Yeah. Um, I thought, okay, well, what storyline am I going to go with? Uh, it was either the gymnastics thing or the Catholic thing. And they've seen a lot of gymnastic thing, gymnastics things, yeah. but I still wanted to make it really, really known that uh, NCAA men's gymnastics is really going through a hard time. And I wanted to kind of make bring awareness to that and possibly raise, raise some funds with that. Mm-hmm. But I thought something that's a little bit more substantial in my life and a little bit more important that that is more of who I am as my identity um, is my Catholic identity. So I didn't. I brainstormed with a couple of friends as to what sort of names uh, I could use. I didn't want to monopolize the, the Catholic Church by saying I'm the Catholic Ninja. <laughs> um, I wanted to inspire. Yeah, I wanted to inspire others who were Catholic who possibly also wanted to be on the show and wanted to let their faith be seen. And then I didn't. Then if I was the Catholic Ninja, I wouldn't really be allowing that. Sure. So I thought, okay, what's an what's another name that's Catholicy that. A lot that uh, would allow others to do it too, but at the same time, really be upfront about it. And oh, and also at the same time, to to 
kind of not not be so like in your face because a lot of people don't know what PayPal means. So they, sure. it's like an innocuous name at first, and then right. you're already in a conversation with them if they don't know what it is. Uh, so you have them face to face already before. Oh, it's a Catholic thing. That's interesting. So in case there are some prejudices involved, the it doesn't it doesn't get in the way of really engaging into dialogue. Yeah. So I thought that would be a great way to 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 just say papal, like other related to the Pope. Uh huh. And some people some people are like, oh, that means is the Pope your uncle or something? <laughs> oh no no. <laughs> yeah, those the yeah they don't really get it. I guess if they're thinking the Pope is your uncle. So, <laughs> but no, that's a great great way to open the door uh, to to people to who who maybe not have had experience and are exposure to the Catholic faith to know more about it, and that there's someone out there such as yourself and many people out there that are very proud to be and very pleased and happy to be Catholic and shine that to the world. And so I think it's an amazing witness that you're doing. Thank you. You've had some reports or some stories from others that have have converted back to the faith or reverted back to the faith or have come into the faith because of your um, evangelization through Ninja Warrior in only two seasons. Can you share a story or two about that? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, there's actually quite a few of them. There, I get people uh, messaging me online saying uh-huh. you asked me to. Uh, you've uh, inspired me to go back to church. Um, but one, one particular one that I'll, that I'll share that's a little bit more uh, personal uh-huh. is that when I was uh, just before doing the last obstacle of the Los Angeles City Finals course, I knelt down to pray, and that was actually. Um, it serves a couple of purposes. One, because production only gives you a certain amount of time between obstacles, and that, that would uh, uh, maybe uh, up, the, up their, up their uh, production value and give me another like 10 seconds or so if I needed that, that extra time. <laughs> Who's going to interrupt but, your prayer? I mean, you know, Sean, get back on the course, yeah. but he, he's praying, he's praying. That's great. Yeah. So I squeezed a couple seconds out of it, but I was actually really <laughs> praying and uh, praying for the strength that I needed and praying that... that God's glory will shine through me, that I may decrease, he might increase through through what I'm about to do. And then when I hit the buzzer, I was overwhelmed with emotion. Um, I was I had a couple of little tears in my eyes and stuff. But a couple of weeks later, I had someone actually come up to me who said, you know, uh, I it was a real, a real reminder of my childhood of when I went to mass and wow. and I really haven't been going at all. And when when I saw you praying just beforehand, that was inspiring. And then once you hit the buzzer and you saw and you allowed that emotion to to come forward, I was overwhelmed. And it was that moment when you hit the buzzer that that I decided I need to go back to church. That's been going back to church. Beautiful. I, I'm getting chills just talking to you about it because literally right before this interview, I uh, was doing some some web research and showing others in our studio that specific run. And I saw you kneel down and pray, and it was very, very emotional filled. And you just tackled a, a mighty obstacle because I think you were one of maybe two or so people that entire night and only a few the entire season that have been able to do that invisible, that that elevator climb. Once mm-hmm. again, just an incredibly challenging obstacle. So uh, I think that's a beautiful testimony right there that someone at that moment felt called to come back to their faith. That's a true testament to the Holy Spirit moving through you and what you're doing. And certainly a confirmation of, of, of the prayer. <laughs> yeah. And, I, uh, you know, in anything the, these days, that forward and being Catholic in your audition tapes and you're accepted by a national network, that's divine inter- intervention right there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's amazing. Yeah. 
the producers have been really great with it. Some, some people say, oh, they're just trying to, to make money off you. And some people, especially Catholics, are very um, protective about it. And yeah. I'm saying, no, that's that's not at all the case. You haven't met the producers. You don't know them. Yeah. They're, they're quite intrigued on the, some of the shoots that we did to get some of that B-roll. Uh, they, they wanted to understand more of like what what exactly it is that I do and, yeah. and what the, the, the liturgical um, environment is. And when I'm a master of ceremonies for the bishop, what sort of things I do, mm-hmm. they, they, they didn't want to just, just like portray what, what the media would normally portray or the popular imagination might portray about the faith. They, they really wanted to dig deep and that was much appreciated. That's neat. That's one of the beauties of the show, I think, is that they get real and they get honest with people's lives. And and sometimes that cannot be so pretty. You know, they, they don't shy away from controversy or difficult situations that people, but it's all got a redeeming value. And it's it seems to to parallel very well Catholic theology of suffering and sacrifice. And so uh just amazing. I, I love seeing your 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 story and the B roll that they show. It is, like you said, very, very respectful and very um forward. And and I think it's great that you've done this on national network TV. Well, I wanted to talk about your discernment process because you had mentioned that you had, had done some studies with the Dominicans and Salesians. Where has that led to you today, including what you're about to be or currently involved in, the Lay Mission Project? Um, can you kind of talk about your discernment and how it's led to you uh, in the Lay Mission Project specifically? Um, well, right after college, I went to I went to UC Berkeley and was pretty involved in the Newman Center there, and that's where I really came came to know the faith. And at the end, I wanted to to continue to discern, and I really felt called to the priesthood at that time. Uh, I ended up uh, providentially bumping into the Salesians while I was taking a couple of courses at the GTU while I cross-registered the, the Graduate Theological Union. And one of the courses was actually taught by a Salesian uh, sister. And that really got me thinking about my own vocation in light of youth ministry. And I thought that that was really something that, that resonated with me. Uh, walking with young people, being a presence uh, for them, mm-hmm. uh, a long-term commitment. Uh, so I ended up uh, joining the Salesians. I uh, went to candidacy in pre novitiate and almost their whole year in novitiate before something really inside said, this isn't quite for me. So I ended up, uh, but the, the charism I felt was really resonated with me still. So I ended up moving to Berkeley and living and working with the Salesians while working on a master's in theology at the Dominican school. Mm-hmm. And while I was there, I got my, my uh, degree in theology with a concentration in Salesian studies. But my thesis was actually uh, not, not really um, Salesian related. Uh, it, was, it was more about liturgy and scripture. So at that time, I wanted to uh, just delve more into liturgy because I was uh, actually a, the master, one of the masters of ceremonies for uh, the Bishop of Oakland. Okay. So I thought, okay, I need to delve a little bit more into deeper into into the liturgy. <clears throat> and when I did that, the the president of the school at that time was Father Michael Sweeney, mm-hmm. and a lot of the things that I was looking into about liturgy was really connected with um, the lay role of the church. Um, and Father Michael Sweeney, I asked to be on my uh, on my thesis committee, and it was in that relationship there that I really started to understand the beauty and the necessity of the lay role within the mission of the church. When I was with him, uh, there was a, the Bishop of uh, Sacramento at the time asked the president of the school, which is Father Michael Sweeney, uh, 
to provide some sort of formation for the lay people in, mm-hmm. in, in his diocese. So he asked me uh, to, to kind of come up with with a program with him. And we thought, no, this has to be a, a full formation for the laity, not just uh, – there is no silver bullet. Yeah. So how do we actually form the lay people into really understanding their role and living it out and celebrating it? So – we came up with this with a couple of ideas, and we pitched one of them to them of this hybrid online and in-person disciple disciple community building formation. It's a three-year process, and the bishop loved it. So, quite providentially, when I graduated, Father Michael was asked to uh, asked to change his ministry into full-time um, formation of the laity. Uh, so, he asked me to, to do this with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the beginning of the lay mission project. And we're currently into our second year of formation uh, with the fir- with the first beta testing group. And we're in dialogue with a couple of other dioceses to possibly expand. Wow. That's beautiful. You know, one thing that I've noticed that keeps coming up, a connection from one point to the next in your story is divine providence. Of course. <laughs> That's a big with the Dominicans. Too, <laughs> <these> <laughs> <Providence>. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Well, I I can tell that you're. Go ahead. It's also it's also really big in in the Salesian spirituality too. It's um, uh, they they talk about the prevenient love of God, the foreseeing love of God, and how he he knows us so well that he foresees our needs and provides Mm -hmm. for us. And and when he calls, it's not always a loud two by four upside the head. It can be a quiet family (laughs) member saying, Sean, I think you should be on Ninja Warrior, you know? (laughs) So in all these things that line up, it's beautiful, your story, how one thing has led to the next. And you had mentioned Father Michael Sweeney. Um, He was on your thesis committee and and very instrumental in what you're doing next. But he, he wrote a prayer that you say before each of your competitions, and maybe sometimes, as you mentioned, in the middle of your competitions when you need an extra break. That you, uh, yeah. you the, what is that prayer specifically that you say? I just say, uh, come Holy Spirit, be my strength, banish from my heart all my doubt, my fear, my shame. Let me see with you, let me move with you, rejoice with you, and rest in you. Uh, conform me to Jesus, who is Christ and Lord, that I may, pro- that I may proclaim him to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Uh, you might hear me getting a little, uh, even emotional here. Yeah. I, it helps me really realize what's going on here. Um, I really am inviting the Holy Spirit into my heart to, that I could. That first of all, I need to get rid of anything in between uh, my, that that might get in the way of my relationship with Him, including my fears, and my doubt, and my shame. Yeah. Uh, so get rid of any of that and come into my heart. <laughs> and then, then the key thing happens. I, I ask for, I ask to be able to see with Him. Uh, I, I really do perceive differently when when this happens. I, uh, I it's not just when I perform on Ninja Warrior, but throughout my day, I, I see things differently when I encounter individuals. I see who they are, not any sort of um, label that might be on them or prejudice that that we all have a tendency to to, to have in some way. Yeah. So help me to see with you and then move with you, especially when I'm on the course. I I, I feel like I'm actually moving with the spirit in these moments <clears throat> and. No matter how I do to, to rejoice, to, right. to live a life of thanksgiving, uh, I think thanksgiving is at the is at the heart of uh, Catholic spirituality, um, especially in the Eucharist. So, rejoice with you, and really important is to be able to rest, um, just to rest in Him, to to have that peace, uh, so that we have a, a still enough heart that we could know what to do and mm-hmm. 
and to, to know how loved we really are. And I want to decrease and I want my father to increase. So conform me to Jesus, who is Christ and Lord. So I may proclaim him to the glory of God the Father. And that's what I'm hoping to do on the show. I'm, I'm hoping to uh, let, let the glory of the Lord shine through anything that I do and inspire people and to, to give them hope. And it's amazing how the Holy Spirit can move through so many different vessels in so many different ways. And, you know, it's a lot of people that are just watching this show at surface may not realize it, but, you know, the, the Holy Spirit can move through American Ninja Warrior and via Sean Bryan, of course. But, you know, it's it's beautiful that he can use anything of this earth uh, of his pleasing to affect people's lives. And clearly... Uh, you've said yes to that, and and it's been it's been a great impact on so many people. You had mentioned something about love, um, in you're talking about that prayer. Something you said recently on the uh, the finals, your Vegas finals after your stage two, you were interviewed, and it was you were asked to describe what it's like to hit that buzzer. I mean, you were only one of three people out of the thousands of people, as you mentioned, that tried out, and, and so many uh, made the attempt. To reach to that point, you were one of only three people, and you were asked what that was like, and you stated, I quote, it's indescribable. I'm just overwhelmed looking at the crowd, looking at everyone who loves me so much. I just want to pay it forward through a life of love. And I thought that was incredible. And so I, I think that's what our faith looks like, is other people seeing us living a life of love. Can you Close up our interview today explaining what you mean again by that life of love. Um, yeah, I was actually thrown off by that comment when I when I watched it um, last night because I didn't remember what I said. And I think that was truly like, do not worry what you have to say. The Spirit will move through you. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, so I actually reflected a, a bit on that since last night. And that that's very true. I want to live a life of love because, like I said earlier, um, at the heart of our spirituality as, as Catholics is is thanksgiving. And when we're really thankful for all the, the blessings that we receive and all the gifts, um, it's it's motivating and and it really does move one to to want to live that live out that love and to to pay it forward. I think what we're one major part of the the lay vocation um, uh, the, or the the lay mission that we that we kind of form people toward in the lay mission project is is to understanding their gifts and to knowing how to implement those gifts and use those gifts for God's glory and for the healing of others. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's, it's indescribable when, when we're able to sit back and think about it. It's ineffable. One, one other thing that, that, mm-hmm. that you mentioned is how the Holy Spirit is really working in, uh, in something even, even, even like ninja. And I yeah. think that's also really at the, at, at the heart of the lay vocation is to really to like Lumen Gentium says to, that, that we're, we're called in a very special way to make the church present and operative in the circumstances in which it only can be through the laity. Right. And, and that's at the heart of, <laughs> of this, of the, uh, of the lay mission. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. that, that's, that's what I try to do. And again, that, that, that's Providence. I, <clears throat> I came to that by, by knowing that, um, I'm an athlete. I, I love doing athletics and, at the same time, I I knew that there I, I had this uh, calling to um, work for the church and with the church, and I, I didn't know exactly how to put it together. But through providence, it all came together. And what I do on the show as my apostolate is really what I 
preach to people what I yeah. what I think what I tell them that that they are called to do. It's it's truly a part of a participation in the salvific mission of Jesus Himself, and that that is just yeah, to take a step back at that, look at it, and grateful and live that life of love because of it. Hey, uh, thank yeah. you so much, Sean, for joining us today. It's been an, it's been a tremendous honor to talk about your success and your evangelization through American Ninja Warrior. We wish you the best in your future endeavors in the uh, the the American Ninja Warrior competition, the Lay Mission Project, and all that God has in store for you. Thanks again so much, Sean Bryan, and uh, we're looking looking very much forward to talking to you again soon. Hey, thank you. God bless you. And that's it for this episode of Red Sea Roundup. Whenever choosing between the values of heaven and earth, always round up. <laughs>